Money FM 89.3. Best of your money. Market View on Money FM 89.3. Ryan, uh, a good morning to you. How's it going? Good morning. I think it's Thursday today, right? Thursday, Thursday, yes. yes. It is. <laughs> keeping track of time, Thursday. <laughs> Losing track of my days now. Yeah, all melding into one. Uh, pretty, pretty interesting news uh, around the world. Uh, also, just seeing that uh, temperatures are skyrocketing in America and the West Coast in particular. How bad is it? Uh, 43 degrees uh, in some places, which should be about 12 degrees cooler than that at the moment. So that's a bit of a concern. I'm just wondering whether things are heating up in the markets as well. Well, let's take a look at how we are coming off Wall Street. So we've got rather green numbers. Most stocks were up. And if you take a deeper dive into what happened last night, we had another record high on the S&P 500. So it's up 0.1%. 4,297 is the latest close. So it ends the second quarter with a new record high. Mm. And this is its Fifth straight record close. So quite good for the broad index. The Dow Jones Industrial Average also up. And this is around 200 points in the green. And on the flip side, you've got the Nasdaq Composite down 0.2%. 14,503. But all in, quite a strong first half for US stocks. In fact, it's the strongest first half since 2019. So year-to-date, the S&P 500 is up 14.4%. The Dow and the Nasdaq both up more than 12%. In comparison, the Singapore markets were up 10% in the first six months. So you did get some data out last night. And this is with the private payrolls data from ADP. So that is something that will be a curtain raiser for what's to come later this week. And it's worth noting what's happening in the opening numbers so far across Asia. A rather muted start. Most markets across Asia uh, are in well near the break-even point, mm. just taking a bit of a wait-and-see approach. And I think that's because there's a bit happening later this week with the non-farm payrolls, which is what many market watchers are waiting for. And in the backdrop, we've got the Chinese... Uh, CCP 100 anniversary that's happening right yeah, now. The speech is ongoing. Yeah. So we'll get into that in just a bit. But just back into those uh, payroll numbers, it was a better than expected number. And that painted a bit of an encouraging sign that the US economy is bouncing back and economies and companies are um, boosting production, services, hiring, um, but still facing a bit of a shortage when it comes to workers, willing workers going back into the market. So We did see hiring strong in the hospitality and leisure sectors. So that accounted for nearly half of the increase in private payrolls. Um, But a shortage or a growth stalling in manufacturing, and that is reflecting both labor shortages as well as scarce raw materials. And that alluding to the global shortage of semiconductors. So that having impact on car makers and household, household appliances to some extent. So that is the curtain raiser we have going into the non-farm payrolls this um, Friday. So a bit of a positive, encouraging data point here we have from the ADP private payrolls. So, you know, that some of those semiconductors, uh, global shortage, primarily related to COVID-19, right? And, and A bit of that supply, supply chain, chain and bottlenecks yeah. and just the spike in demand from many things needing chips from smartphones, laptops, cars, everything to do with um, devices that you carry around. So all that um, just raising demand up the roof. 
You know, uh, we're talking about uh, high temperatures uh, in the United States, but things are also overheating uh, much closer to home, aren't they? Well, if we look at what market watchers are keeping an eye out for, and that is the property market. A big question was, are we looking at the property market overheating? Because for quite some time in the past year, despite COVID-19 having impact on economies, people were still buying property. And if we look, our, look at um, the price index last year, uh, we saw the PPI actually rising 1.6% despite a drop in GDP. And we also saw it in the first quarter this year, up by 5.6% above pre-pandemic levels. So property doing quite well. So what was going to be closely watched is the data out today. And it has just come out, the URA property price index. In the first quarter, it rose 3.3%. And the latest data right now shows it's up by 0.9% quarter on quarter. So not a huge um, concern, I guess, when it comes to um, adding to the fuel of conversation that we might be seeing property cooling measures because this is not as bad as what people fear in terms of a price spike. And the MES yesterday in a briefing said they are watching prices very closely, but for now, they don't think it's overheated yet. So for now, no cooling measures on the horizon, but something that's closely watched. I mean, it almost seems counterintuitive, right? So we're doing in the middle of this pandemic, you, you the conventional thought would be you wouldn't expect things to, to overheat like this, would you? Well, the that's the conventional way of thinking, yeah. thinking, right? But things are unconventional these days because <laughs> of the printing of money. So mm. all that money, central banks easing policy, all the liquidity in the markets goes somewhere. And that seems to find its way into property in many markets, not just in Singapore, but in the US and in China as well. Um, so that is something that's keeping um, policymakers on their toes, whether a bubble is forming in asset, bu- um, asset places. So we'll stick with the MAS here. Um, what about the fact that they're, now they're looking at to conducting stress tests to assess whether it's necessary to maintain the dividend payment limits of local banks? And that's right. So this is with the annual stress test that the Fed had uh, conducted last week and the Fed gave a thumbs up to all the banks and this is reflecting how they feel those US banks are well capitalized and sufficiently strong enough to weather a downturn and you might remember the MAS taking a very similar approach uh, with the cap on dividends last year so 60% of the previous year's dividends so with what the Fed did with the annual stress test a lot of uh, market watchers are waiting to see if the MAS might follow suit to raise those caps again to let the banks pay out more of those buffers and dividends uh, quarterly to investors. So for now, they have said they will conduct additional stress tests to see if that time is right. So if they do so, that could be a market catalyst for banks across the board. Yeah, we'll keep an eye out for that one. I'm sure uh, we'll have uh, more reaction to that. Uh, I think the one that probably people are all kind of uh, fascinated by right now, if, you're, if you've got the news on like we do here as in our studio as well, a uh, huge uh, rally, as you w- might want to call it. Uh, Xi Jinping is uh, talking as we speak, the 100th anniversary speech of the CCP. I mean, this is a big deal for them, isn't it? Huge deal in China. Well, it's huge. How would you celebrate your 100th birthday, right? Yeah. You'll pull out all the stops. So you've got a slew of movies, you've got a rap song, you've got (laughs) celebrities lining up to congratulate the Chinese Communist Party. Uh, Now, underway is a speech by 
President Xi Jinping, and he started at 8 a.m. And this is still ongoing. <laughs> um, so far, the major themes is how China is growing strongly and will go on build on that strength in the years to come. Uh, how he has um, act, how he has said China has not bullied anyone and uh, and will not do so. So a bit of uh, rhetoric there, and also a bit around the theme of loyalty um, for towards China. So that is um, the main themes being gathered so far from President Xi Jinping. Yeah, I think he's also said that they're going to contribute towards uh, global development. Uh, U.S.-China relations also on an interesting. In an interesting area with, with uh, the Biden administration and uh, how things were left with uh, the Trump administration. Uh, so a lot still at play here with the uh, U.S. and China. Yeah, so you've got a couple of things to watch out for, of course, um, how they um, will position themselves in this landscape where you've got the U.S. Mm. gathering support from allies among the G7, among NATO. Uh, so that is something that could just set up tensions if something just is not positioned the right way. The rhetoric is coming out from both sides. And this um, speech is ongoing and we'll keep you posted on any developments. Yeah, I'm sure uh, we'll get more from that and probably talk about it tomorrow. Ryan, for now, thank you very much with MarketView. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.